Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This episode of Gators Breakdown is brought to you by my bookie. Use promo code GATERS on a deposit of $50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly to your MyBookie account. Check it out at MyBookie.ag. This episode of Gators Breakdown is also brought to you by Shark Coatings. Visit SharkFloorCoatings.com when you need professional floor coating services done right the first time. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus starting at $3 a month. Get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shoutouts, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to GatorsBreakdown.SupportingCast.FM to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Coming at you, instant reaction. FSU 45, Florida 38. Figured I'd do it a little bit different tonight with this one. Of course, it's going to be on a Friday night. Black Friday night changes kind of scheduling a little bit. Uh, I don't feel great right now. You might can see it. You might can hear it. Uh, so there might be some pauses for some sniffles and sneezes. I just do not feel great <laughs> right now. My daughter was sick all week, so it was only a matter of time before it probably got to me. So I may have to pause a few times, may throw up a random graphic or something. If I have to wipe my nose, I'll throw it all out there. Um, feeling like crap. So I was hoping... The, the Gators would make me feel a little bit better uh, with this one, but it was not to be. Now the Gators travel to Tallahassee, get beat by Florida State, end the season 6-6 six and six after back-to-back losses to close Billy Napier's first season out as Gators head coach. First regular season out at 6-6. Six and six. We'll see what bowl game Florida gets. We'll find that out next weekend. But there's plenty to get into here on this episode of Gators Breakdown. Hit that like button. I know you don't like the result, but like the late night uh, episode here, the instant reaction episode here. So it will be a little different. Of course, it won't be as deep a dive uh, as I normally do on a Sunday after a Saturday game uh, coming at you just about an hour after the game ended uh, right here on Gators Breakdown. So, of course, I don't really have a lot to go back on what the coaches and the players said after the game and uh, haven't really looked back and looked at the game, of course. Short on time. Just uh, doing it a little bit different here since it was a, a Friday night game. I know everybody wants to enjoy those games on Saturday. 
Could have held off on Sunday, but nah, I know you guys want something a little bit sooner. We'll go into it a little deeper if we have to Monday night when Will and I get together. So hit that like button if you're watching on the YouTube, checking us out live right here late night. Instant reaction after FSU Beach, Florida. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Leave a comment. I know the comments are hot and heavy right now. I know those are not feeling too good. And check us out on Gators Breakdown Plus. Lots and lots of interaction right there. Keep the conversation going. Stings that this was our last regular season game. And in the first half, the comments were flowing pretty positively. And then the second half came. The third quarter came. And I think we were all a little frustrated there. But you can enjoy it with other Gator fans at Gators Breakdown Plus. Link is in the description to join and get a hold of that Discord chat. And interact with a lot of Gator fans there. All right, so let's go to the game. Taking notes during the game, kind of drive by drive like I normally do. Florida State gets the ball first. You had uh, Amari Bernie with a nice tackle, second eight on a replay for Florida State. Uh, then third and, t- third and ten for Florida State. Shamar James forces a fumble, recovered by Travez Johnson. So Shamar James, of course, playing early on because Ventrell Miller's out. Forces the fumble. Travis Johnson recovers. Can Florida do something early? And granted, you, hey, look, you were in great field position right here. First offensive drive of the game. We see the final score, 45-38. These things add up. And it's so weird. I'll, and I'll probably put this before we go too far. I mean, 38 points. I know with this defense, I'm not sure how many people would have signed up for that, but I'm, I might. I might would have. I mean, 38 points most of the time should win you a football game. No, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean the offense was perfect this game. We know we'll get into all that. We know what happens there. And it almost started right away because you were in good field position. After the turnover, ball's near midfield, and you don't capitalize. Had a chance there early on in this game. The FSU's at home. The crowd's rocking, of course. You had a chance to go up early. After a turnover. Once again, Florida doesn't take advantage of a turnover. Ball near midfield. First pass falls incomplete. Third and eight. Anthony Richardson has to take off. Sets up a fourth and two. Toss gets stuffed. FSU ball. So he didn't convert third down. Set up a fourth and two. Gators ran the ball most, you know, well most of the night. But do not get that four, that first Big play. Fourth and two, the toss gets stuffed. I know a lot of people against that play call. It was something we haven't seen. Uh, and I, I thought Florida would, if you go back to the preview, would need to get creative in the run game. This game, turns out they probably didn't. I mean, most of the big runs, they just ran, of course, you know, most, mostly what we've seen Florida run this year. But the first big play, I didn't mind. Put something out there if you hasn't seen. They stayed home. They were ready for it. Toss gets stuffed, FSU ball. Florida can't take advantage of a turnover. And then for Florida State, all it took was two plays. Trey Benson, 45-yard run where he escapes uh, a Powell dive, tackle in the backfield. He goes 45 yards. He breaks a lot of bad attempts at tackles. Scores some plays later, 7-0 Florida State. Then... ETN with a nice kickoff return near midfield. Another great field position to start for the Gators. Can't waste this one. 
Gators capitalized this time. Very first play, 52 yards. AR play action to Pearsall. Wide open, 7-7 ball game. Explosive plays early on. That would be the story. They stayed for Florida State in their scoring. Went by the wayside for Florida a little bit. Finally came on at the end again. Too little, too late, but let's just keep looking at it here. You know, big, big plays early for Florida State to get their first touchdown. Big play for Florida to get their first touchdown. So FSU starts their own 25, long 16-yard conversion on second and 10. Another conversion of Jordan Travis Stiff's arm his way to a first down scramble. And then later on, third and 12 for Florida State. Flag for illegal formation. Fourth down, trading, had the interception, can't hang on. Possible pick six in the, pick six in the works there. But Gators get the ball. Gators take over for her own 36. Big time Montreal Johnson run, 22 yards. AR runs for four. And then he injures his ankle. Well, that's what it looks like he injures. Kitten in, third and four, handoff to Johnson, gets the first down. Then, very next play, Kitten the keeper. On the first down, goes for six yards. Then you have a third and one converted by ETN. Gators driving here. Anthony Richardson comes back in on first down at the Florida State 16. Then second down, play action. AR and ETN play action there. AR finds Jonathan Odom. 12-yard touchdown. 14-7 lead for the Gators. He had a balanced attack so far as far as yardage goes. 64 passing, 59 rushing. You had three drives. Two resulting touchdowns, 64 passing, 59 rushing. Seminoles get the ball, end up in the third and five. Johnny Wilson gets one over Jason Marshall for a 25-yard gain. FSU with another pickup on second and nine for 15. Then Jordan Travis scores on a run from 29 yards out, 14-14. Jordan Travis, his legs would end up, that would not be the first time his, his legs end up hurting Florida. Game tied up 14 here. Gators starting their own 25. Pearsall sweep goes for nothing on first down. Then catches one for 12 yards. Johnson run goes for six to the Florida 44. That's the end of the first quarter. We come back. Anthony Richardson, interception thrown, looking for Odom. Had the interception last week at Vandy, too, for his first one in quite some time. That one was kind of fluky. This one, eh, nope, just throws behind Odom a bit. FSU takes over near midfield, third and 11. Later for Florida State, Jason Marshall called for pass interference. FSU is down to the 37, driving third and seven on the next set of plays. An award run goes for 17. Florida definitely expecting a pass there on third and seven. Sets up first and 10 at the Florida 17. One yard gain there. And then second and nine. Two sacks missed. But he can't miss the third. Shamar James forces Jordan Travis out of bounds. So it's third and 12 at that point. FSU misses a field goal. They do not convert third and 12. Pass falls incomplete. They missed a field goal. 14-14 still. So Florida takes over their own 20, 11.35 left in the first half. And so many emotions already in this one. It's already been a roller coaster. Drive starts with two ETN runs, setting up third and short. 
Then Gators Richard Garage call for false start. So now it's the third and five. That goes for 33 yards from Anthony Richardson to Ricky Pearsall. Three catches, 96 yards at that point for Ricky Pearsall. Gators cross midfield. Very next play. Anthony Richardson, Pearsall again. This time a seam route, 43-yard touchdown, 21-14 Gators. At that point, Anthony Richardson, 5 of 7, 151 yards, three touchdown passes. We know it pretty much falls apart from there. At that point, Ricky Pearsall, four catches, 139 yards, two of the three touchdown receptions. He would be held in check for much of the night moving forward. On fire start from both those guys. Florida's leading 21-14 at that point. Couldn't keep it up. FSU ball, 9.25 left in the first half of their own 25. Big screen pass, but holding called down the field. First and three after that. Another big play, catch and run by Benson, 34 yards. 10-yard run by Travis down to the 29. Another 9-yard run by FSU by Toafili. Second one for FSU. Keeper gets the first down. First down and 10 at the Florida 11. That goes on to set up a third and 10 after Watson swats a pass on second and 10. And then the first just inexplicable Jordan Travis somehow escapes multiple sacks, takes it down to the goal line. Patrick Tony calls the perfect play here. Pressure's in Jordan Travis's face. He just makes a play. Had pressure. Players just back there, falling, flailing. Can't make the sack on Travis. He takes it down to the one. He scores on the very next play. Now it's 21-21. So 538. Kind of wonder what the Gators would do here. 538 from their own 20. First and 10 run goes for 16 by Johnson. Then two more runs to get a first down. Gators cross midfield. Potential big play on first down, but AR misses Montreal Johnson on the check down. It's the one where he kind of just shoveled it to him. Johnson had so much open field for another big play. Third and seven, timeout by Florida. ETN run goes for 10 yards. Convert that first down. Good run. That was mostly him. First and 10 at the FSU 35. Eight yards by ATN. And at that point, the Gators are just working on their right side of the offensive line, the left side of that FSU defensive line. Florida just working that right side. Third and one, an FSU injury stops the clock, gives Florida a chance to kind of gather up with the coaches. Quarterback sneak gets the conversion. Then you got first and 10 at the Florida State 25. Incomplete to Pearsall. Second 10, a no game by ETN. 53 seconds left in the first half. It's third and 10 for Florida. They're 5 of 6 on third down at that point. You want to put some points. Look, there's 53 seconds left. Of course, you got to go put up some points. Florida sets himself in position here. Third and 10, 5 of 6 at that point. AR pressured. Pressure really, really affected him. And I think FSU kind of noticed it here. Continued it in the third quarter, but he was pressured here. Steps up. Pass falls incomplete. Mahalik comes in. 41-yard field goal. 24-21 Gators. FSU, 42 seconds left. First and 10 at their own 25. They go three and out. 
28 seconds left on the clock. Gators run one play. It is 24-21 at halftime, Gators in. If you're a Gator fan, you would have signed up for that one. You know, many people, I mean, I didn't pick Florida to win this game, but looking at it, especially on offense, you were on fire for most of the first half. Some big plays. Defense, yeah, kind of what I expected. I didn't expect them to keep that Texas A&M-South Carolina game up. But to get the early turnover, you wish the offense would have taken advantage. Was not to be. But 24-21, if you would have told me at 8 o'clock this morning, where do I, you know, 24-21 Florida, where do you, uh, hey, where do I sign? Florida had a chance. But then here comes the third quarter. And this, we've seen it over and over, time and time again. This team just cannot win coming out of the third quarter. Like, but last week at Vanderbilt, okay, you got the touchdown, but then you fall apart after that. This game, you have a chance. You're up by three. This team just can't handle momentum, whether it be in the season and you have built some momentum after the Utah game, only to lose to Kentucky. You built some momentum beating Texas A&M and South Carolina, only to fall to Vanderbilt and FSU to end the season. And we've seen it happen in game too many times. Skaters have so many chances to build on a lead, and they just can't do it. You're up by three. You get the ball after halftime. Three straight three and outs. On the first one, Gators take care of it at their own 25. Second and eight, pressure causes AR to miss. Third and eight, can't hit Xanders. Anthony Richardson was pressured again. Three and out. At this point, Anthony Richardson is five of 12 after starting five of seven. Five straight incompletions. And you also now, defense takes the field, and you felt okay as a Gator fan because, hey, Ventrell Miller's coming back. You get him back in the second half of this game. You hope that you, know, you hope your leader out there makes a big difference. Didn't make much of a difference in this third quarter. FSU takes over their own 21. Ventrell Miller back. Third and seven on their first set of downs here. Travis completes to Pittman. Also a late hit from Powell. So add another 15. FSU already at midfield. Third and one a couple plays later. Knowles barely convert. New set of downs. Another third down now. Third and nine this time. Gators get the stop. Sets up a fourth and two. But Florida has to call the timeout. Not ready with the personnel. Doesn't really matter. Kind of a waste of timeout at that point because Travis runs for the first down anyway. FSU at the 28. They're driving now. Now another third and 10. Travis Johnson swats it. Almost gets the interception. So close. Bobbled it as he was going out of bounds. His foot was in. But bobbled it on the way out. FSU kicks, ties the game at 24. Kicks the field goal, ties the game at 24. Man, get that interception. Who knows how the game turns out. So Florida starts on 25, and we already know the result here. Already, already gave that away, of course. Three straight three and outs, but... You start here, AR throws a six straight incompletion on the screen. Florida doesn't come out and run the ball. 
Then another incompletion on second down. Third and 10, AR gets sacked. Looks completely overmatched to start the second half. Anthony Richardson does. Also, only one run called in the first six plays of the second half when Florida ran all over FSU. Struggling once again after halftime. Too many times this season. So the punt gives the ball to FSU at their own 34. Big 44-yard pass sets up Florida State in the red zone. Gators do get it to third and 11 after Travis escapes the sack on second down, but it, he does it again on third and 11. Gators with a chance to get him in the backfield again. Missing sacks. He takes it down to the one. FSU scores on a third and goal line, a third and goal toss, 31-24 now. FSU. Gators just cannot contain Travis on big third down plays. FSU's rolling at this time, feeling good about themselves. Gators get go ball on offense, needing to do something. If it, you can start feel you've, the momentum has swung so much. Short AR run, then Pearsall gets tripped up. Third and eight, you get a delay a game. Now it's third and thirteen, three and out again to start the second half. Florida punts, late hit on Jamarcus Weston. Florida falling apart at, at, at that moment. So, of course, FSU near midfield, first play, gains 32 yards in the red zone again. Florida call for holding in the end zone. Next play, touchdown, Florida State. Now they're rolling, 38-24. Gators have lost all the momentum. All the momentum there. Up at halftime, and it's already 38-24. Collapse in the third quarter. Down up by up by three at halftime. Then find yourself down by 14. Just kind of the same way at Vanderbilt last week. Right after halftime, you pull it, score a touchdown, and then Vanderbilt goes on to extend the lead. And you're fighting from behind. So then... Crazy long drive for the Gators to get back in it. Finally get back to the run game on the very first play. ETN, 35-yard game. Sets up a third and eight later on at the Florida State 38. AR keeps it for a run up the middle. Powers his way for about 12 yards. You know, starting to, for him to, some positive mojo you finally start seeing with him in the second half. Into the third quarter at that point. And Florida was just dominated. Gave up the lead. Anthony Richardson is now at 10 straight incompletions. Second and 10 coming into the fourth quarter. Trick play keeper goes for two-yard loss. Third and 12. Have to call another timeout. Two timeouts called when you're down by 14. FSU helps you out. You call, call for offsides. Now it's third and seven. At the FSU 20. Six-yard run by Anthony Richardson. It's fourth and one. But Anthony Richardson's helmet comes off. Getting the back in on that play. Johnson, Montreal Johnson converts a nine-yard run. Getting the stays in. With another handoff to Johnson. No gain. FSU call for a personal foul. 
Gators now down to the two-yard line. And just a crazy sequence here. Short yardage. You have Johnson. I mean, you're down to the two-yard line now. Johnson direct run goes nowhere. I don't, I don't like the quote-unquote wildcat there. You, you have a quarterback that can run. I don't get the, I don't get the wildcat. He can do it, too. I, I, I don't know. I, not, a, not a big fan of it. And it hasn't worked. And I'm not a fan of it because it hasn't worked. I just I don't get that when you have a running quarterback. This doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But the Johnson direct run goes nowhere. FSU was offsides. Still first and goal. Johnson stuffed. Second and goal. Odom can't hang on to a diving catch. Incompletion streak still going. Third and goal. Johnson scores, but a flag for illegal formation from Florida. I mean, inexcusable altogether, especially at that point in the game. Florida hurting themselves. Third and goal from the six. Florida looks discombobulated on this play from the snap. They get the pass off. Ricky Pearsall draws the pass interference. So first and goal again from the two-yard line. 11-11 left in the game at this point. Johnson only gains two yards. Now it's second goal. Johnson lunges for the touchdown. As ugly as it has been, Florida finds themselves within seven. 38-31. 10-35 left in the game. So now FSU gets the ball at on 25 to start the drive. Get to third and 10 on their very first set of plays. Travis is finally sacked. Powell Ryland strips the sack. FSU recovers. Pearsall returns to punt to midfield. Oh, I like him at punt returner, by the way. But Pearsall returns to punt near midfield. Have to take advantage of field position once again. You had it plenty of times in this game. ETN first down run goes for five. Second down ETN run goes for nothing. Third and five in FSU territory. Well, hey, let's give it to Trevor again. Big run. Third and five. 45-yard touchdown from Trevor ETN. The game is tied at 38. So in the first half, you get up by three going into halftime. Live on some big plays. Get an early turnover to keep FSU from scoring. You didn't score, but you stopped them from scoring. Had this atrocious start to the third quarter. Atrocious start in the second half. Once again, Florida finds himself fighting back, getting in, getting back into the game. I mean, this game was kind of a storyline that we've seen game in and game out from this team. For whatever reason, finds himself down big, but find a way to fight back. Tennessee game. LSU game. Vandy last week. Now FSU. But Florida comes out, hey, the kickoff goes out of bounds. Momentum, I mean, Florida's got some momentum there, but, the, hey, you know, kind of gets taken down a little bit right there. The FSU starts up there on 35. After the kickoff, out of bounds. Second two, Gators' big tackle for loss, sets up a third and six. Then Jordan Travis finds Johnny Wilson. Conversion of 18 yards on third and six. 
That would hurt. Couldn't get out the field. So second and five, just over five minutes left. Jordan Travis gains 25 yards on a run. But play is reviewed. His knee was down. So now it's third and three. At the 33, and Florida's not ready. Third and three, and your defense is not ready to play that play. Kamari Wilson then takes a bad angle. It's a big gain on third down by Trey Benson. FSU goes on to score a play later. 17-yard touchdown run by Trey Benson. Again, 45-38 FSU. So Florida gets the ball. Plenty of time left. 4.06. On 25. That's where the drive starts. Play action pass. Rolls. Roll out from AR. Hits Pierce off for a big game, but Xanders gets called for a block in the back. Now it's first and 11. You know, discipline these last couple games, just disappointing to end the season here. All the penalties last week, you had some costly ones this week as well. Then you get two runs that go nowhere. It's the third and eight with a struggling quarterback. The FSU called the timeout with a rocking doke. That third and eight AR takes off for a big gain. That comes back for holding. So third and 18 pass falls incomplete. Fourth and 18, now at their own 19, AR attempts to pass to Caleb Douglas. FSU's called for pass interference. Giving them another break. And look, I thought it was clear pass interference. He wrapped his right hand around Douglas. I know the broadcaster, Osweiler, I think it was, Really tried to hit that one home. That it, oh, let him play, let him play. Come on, no, that, that's clear pass interference. That didn't matter. Next play, Anthony Richardson finds Odom, twenty-one yards. First and ten, one twenty-four left at the Florida State forty-seven. Gain of six to Odom, one twenty left. Second down pass falls incomplete. It's third and four. AR keeper gains five. Goes out of bounds for the first down. 109 left. First and 10 for the Gators. This one goes to Xanders for 11. A minute four left. First and 10 again at the FSU 24. Anthony Richardson run goes three. Timeout with a minute left. Second and seven. Anthony Richardson finds Douglas, but he's sandwiched. Pass falls incomplete. Third and seven from the Florida State 22. Oh, guess what? False start from Florida. That's just this late game, all these penalties did not make it easy. And just where, all, where did all these penalties come from the last couple of weeks? And just at the worst times they could. So third and 12 from the 27, AR. Sales pass out of bounds to Odom. Sets up a fourth and 12, 46 seconds left. FSU, hey, it worked. And credit to them, they did it again. Brought pressure. Richardson just heaves it to the middle of the field after he kind of escapes the pressure a bit. Can't, can't hang on to the ball. He's got to get rid of it, but throws it in the middle of the field. Nobody's there. Nobody is close. Clear face mask, not called. 
So, of course, Florida should should have kept going. The ref's right there looking at it. And don't get me wrong. I'm not putting the loss on that play. I will put it on Florida didn't, you know, they, they missed it, and Florida should have had another chance. But, you know, take care of your own business, and it doesn't come down to that. You shouldn't have to rely on that. But it was clear. And I don't know what, I mean, the referee's sitting there looking right at it. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, that'll do it right there. Pass falls incomplete. FSU beats Florida 45-38. There's your quick review. Look back at the game. We'll take a look at some stats like we do uh, every week, too. I did have a chance to grab all that stuff. But right now, let's get to it. Go win some money. Cash in and cash out with my bookie. Sports betting, hey, it's intense enough. Shouldn't need to sweat your payouts. My bookie has a no-string bonus that lets you cash in and cash out quick. Use promo code Gators on a deposit of $50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly to your MyBookie account. Using this bonus is simple. Bet your deposit amount once, and you're ready to cash out. It's no strings attached with MyBookie. Hammer this. Bonus on my bookie so you can focus on what's important this Thanksgiving week that coming to a close. Still time. Still time to spend, you know, all that time with your family, all the food, but you want to secure that money back. The new deposit bonus is a 10% cash bonus on deposits up to $2,000. Minimum deposit amount is $50 and the maximum bonus amount is $200. This bonus only has a one-time playthrough. So bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and cash in and cash out. You know the goosebumps you get when Florida takes the field? Or when that 63-yard Hail Mary actually works? Or the thrill of a game-winning interception in the end zone? What a rush. You can experience that same rush every day at your home with Shark Coatings. We'll cover your old, ugly concrete with a beautiful industrial concrete coating and a warranty that lasts longer than most careers in professional football. So whether your garage floor is for parking, partying, or working out, Shark Coatings can transform it. And if your pool deck is starting to look like a bulldog, old, cracked, smells like pee, Shark Coatings can transform that too. Shark Coatings is easy to clean, stain resistant, and is 100% antibacterial and antimicrobial. We're easy on the eyes and on the maintenance. Gator Nation is worldwide, and Shark Coatings is based right in the heart of it. So whether you live in Brunswick, Georgia, or Live Oak, Florida, down to Ocala, over to New Smyrna Beach, or anywhere in between, contact us for a free estimate today. Learn more at sharkfloorcoatings.com. That's sharkfloorcoatings.com. All right, guys, just read the comments while that was rolling. Hopefully my mic sounds better now. Not sure if it does. I'll have to... uh... I'll fix the episode later. I'll re I'll re-upload it because the backup should be better, but we'll see. We will see. Let me know in the comments though. I did. I did bring it back. I unplugged the mic, plugged it back in. We'll see. We'll see. Not sure what the issue is there. I haven't had that issue before. Still static? All right. Well, I'll just keep going. The backup's good. I'll have to have the video with it. 
I'll take this one down and re-upload it. But all right, here we go. Let's take a look at the stats. Not pretty. Let's see. Total yards. 497 for Florida State. 460 for the Gators. I mean, yardage. It was there. Yards don't win games. Points do. I have to shoot scored seven more. 270 through the air for Florida State compared to 198 for the Gators. Gators outrushed the Seminoles. I mean, 262 on the ground and thought Florida's chances of winning this game. Well, I mean, it, I picked it a 10-point game. I picked it a 10-point victory for Florida State. And Florida's 262 brought it closer. I mean, it was going to be what we what we thought Florida would need, especially with the issues at wide receiver. I mean, thankfully, Ricky Persaud could play tonight. Gators hurt themselves there. 10 penalties, 91 yards. As I said, I don't know what happened. What changed in the last couple of weeks there for the Gators was not an issue all that much until last week. And then these late in the game hurt, hurt, hurt you. Didn't make it easy at all. 10 penalties, 91 yards. FSU only six for 38. Gators 8 of 16 on third down. FSU 9 of 16. Florida started out, I think I said it earlier, what, 5 of 6 at one point? End up 8 of 16. Gators 1 of 3 on fourth down. FSU 1 of 2. Total plays almost even. 74 for Florida State, 73 for the Gators. Average yards per play, 6.7 for FSU, 6.3 for Florida. Average per completion, 22 for the Gators, 20 for FSU, basically 21. I mean, even right there, pretty much. Yeah, I look, that's why it was a close game. That was why it was within a touchdown. Gators, two for two in the red zone. Only two chances in the red zone. You know, a lot of their touchdowns come from big plays. FSU got in the red zone six times, scored five. Missed the one field goal. Time of possession, almost even, 30-07 for Florida State, 29-53 for the Gators. Gators, seven tackles for loss. Would have had a lot, like to have a lot more. I, mean, I had a chance for more, that's, and that's the reason I say that. I had a chance for more. Issues troubling in the back, tackling in the backfield once again. Points off turnovers, negligible. Nothing happening there. Let's take a look at specific player stats. Right here for Florida, not pretty at the quarterback position. Started out that way. Couldn't continue it. AR at one point was five of seven. With the three touchdowns. 
Ended the game 9 of 27, 198 yards. Three touchdowns, one pick, 33% completion percentage. Of course, not all on him, but eh, much of it was. Florida rushing, that's where it was at. 17 attempts for both Trevor Etienne and Montreal Johnson. Etienne, 17 carries, 129, one touchdown, had that 45-yard run, 7.6-yard average. Montreal Johnson, 17 carries, as I said, 85 yards, one touchdown. Anthony Richardson, 10 carries, 41 yards. Just couldn't break the big one. Kitna one carry, six yards. Pearsall had the one. Didn't do much there, but 46 carries for the Gators. 262 on the ground, two touchdowns. Then receiving, hey, look, we probably knew this was going to be an issue. Missing most of your guys there. Ricky Pearsall came through. Five catches, 148 yards, two touchdowns. Along of 52. Of course, mostly early in the game. Jonathan Odom, three catches, 39 yards. Dante Xanders, one for 11. Three receivers catching balls. Nine for 198. Now let's take a look for Florida State. Their stats. Jordan Travis, 13 to 30. I mean, nothing right home about, but the 270, you know, with the 13 completions went for 270. 43% completion percentage, one touchdown. Trey Benson for Florida State, 20 attempts, 111 yards, three touchdowns for Benson. Jordan Travis, of course, dangerous on the ground as well. 15 carries, 83 yards, and just the ones where you thought you had him in the backfield, him escaping sacks. Well, that was the biggest plays of the game. The other ones you can kind of live with, and you know, there's kind of just in the flow of the game. They're kind of just normal big plays of football, but Travis there making plays when Gators just had him dead to rights or looked like it. But he makes plays with his legs. That could have resulted in just big plays for the Gators. Tola Philly, four for 25. Treshawn Ward, four for nine. Nothing, nothing much after Benson and Travis. Receiving there, Portier, three for 37. One touchdown through the year. Johnny Wilson, two catches, 46 yards. I mean, the average was there. You held him in check as far as numbers of catches go. He made some thing. He's a, it was just kind of timely, his catches there. Trey Benson, two catches, two. The running back, he was all over the field tonight. 111 yards on the ground. He also had 51 yards as a receiver. Two catches for him. Not highlights. Florida State's receiving there. All right, there's your stat look at the game. And kind of to wrap it up, just some thoughts, uh, of course, Sorry about the audio issues if you're listening live. I'll uh, try to fix that for the other, for the recording. 
But yeah, AR, this game was just the AR of, uh, of the season. Had the great start of the season versus Utah. And then after that, just didn't know what you were getting. And probably, I think the last time we seen in a Gator uniform, going against the Seminoles here. And man, just after that start, you thought, you thought, okay, well, Florida's got a great chance here. And still did with the run game. Run game was uh, about where you needed it to be to pull the upset. But at the same time, you scored 38 points. I said it earlier, you got to win the game. But at the same time, we've known that these issues for defense exist. Weren't just going to necessarily flip a switch and turn that part of it off, I guess. That's the worrisome part, I guess. You know, it's... 45-38, and defense just couldn't, they're so close to making the plays, but just couldn't come through in the clutch. But it's, you know, I hear all the OC talk and all that, and you score 38 points, you should win the game. But it really comes down to that third quarter, and it's both sides there. The offense goes three and out three straight times. You'd like to see the defense step up. I mean, one stop, one stop in that string there. Probably a good different outcome. Third quarter, you, you, you put it on both sides. I think Florida should have been more staunch on just running the ball. But so many ways to go with it. I know a lot of it's big picture. Like I said, we got time for that. Still, we'll figure out where Florida goes bowl games. That'll be next week. But end of season six and six. And big picture there is, I know a lot of people pegged you know, six and six, seven and five, eight and four. You're probably in that range more than any other thing I saw. But it was just the the way it, it the season ended with a dud. Not necessarily talking about just this specific game. And all people want to give credit to the team for fighting back and oh, you're supposed to lose this game, but you made it close and all that. Eh. It, to me, any loss is a dud. But and we said it last week. We talked about it a whole lot. You had that. Two games back to back. The granted, I, Texas A&M. I know they're terrible, but you did what you were supposed to in the second half of that game. You played well versus South Carolina. You don't go lose to Vanderbilt. Okay, you look at this game versus Florida State. Like I said in the, in my preview, even before the Vanderbilt game, this was a fifty fifty game. You know, throw that game away last week. This one here played out a lot like I just kind of thought it would. Both offenses <laughs> making plays and 
I guess who would make the bigger plays? Well, I think you know where, where do you where do you go from here? Finish the season six and six. First year results. You know, you can go both ways. You can see, like, it didn't mean much for Mullen and McIlwain to have really good first seasons. And I know people will sit and point at Saban and Smart in the SEC not having great seasons and turning it around. Now, that one's one's a little bit different. There's plenty of examples of also, you know, not having great first years. And it's one way or the other doesn't matter. You're not going to sit here and... Well, they didn't. Mullen and McElwain, it was instant results, but we saw how that flamed out. Don't get me wrong. I think the foundation, the culture, all that stuff, yeah, it's that's in a good place behind the scenes. First-year results, are they're tricky. I mean, that's just all there is to it. I'm not trying to make excuses. Every situation is different. I know there's other first-year head coaches out there having success. And this one was weird because along the way, and this was kind of the storyline of where I looked at games, and kind of the storyline of games, and Florida was in every game they played. And you would hope that would turn into a late-season run. You looked at the first half of the schedule. Okay, it's tough. There's a lot of explanations for maybe struggling in year one. But didn't necessarily pan out that way as the season went on. You was hoping it was that first part of the schedule would amount to something later on. All right, you, you, you run the trials and you've passed so many tests and they've been tough tests. But nope, didn't turn out that way. The big picture. Can't tell you where it's going to go. I like a lot of moves behind the scenes. I like a lot of the process, but of course that's going to have to pay out. You're one, you get a lot, for me, you get a lot of leeway. That doesn't excuse everything that goes on. Yes, there were some bad play calls. Yes, there was bad quarterback play. Yes, a defense that definitely did not look better in year one under Patrick Tony. And honestly, that's still probably the biggest disappointment for me. And, and, and Anthony Richardson. He was electric at times. He was elite at times, but way, way, way too many small pockets of that. I thought we would get an excellent Anthony Richardson this year. I was wrong on that one. And then the defense as well. That was the biggest surprise for me this year. Not enough steps on defense. Not enough consistency at quarterback. Can't say consistency for defense because, like I said, there was only about six quarters you're going to point to to say, okay, there you go. But overall, nah, that was just, they were just bad. Beginning of the season, they were labeled Ben don't break. Nope, I didn't, I never bought that. I said, yeah, bad defense doesn't mean Ben don't break. 
than they are just kind of not living it up to what I put on. And maybe that was too high. But that's what happened. That's why I was so high on Florida. I, I think I knew Florida's defenses, defensive issues up front. I thought the run game would be there. Run game was probably even a little bit better than what I thought it would be this year. But without quarterback play, consistent quarterback play, you're going to be held down. And I thought he'd be good enough to overcome a lot of the issues. But wasn't to be. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's all on him. I'm just pointing out things coming into the season where I thought would be at a certain level. And now that we're through the 12 games and the season has played out, don't get me wrong. I didn't expect six and six. I thought I thought it would be better. I, heck, I pegged. I drank the AR Kool Aid to make Florida a nine and three team. But I did say I'll get, I gave myself a little out there. I saw eight and four closer than if it went one way or the other. I saw eight and four closer than ten and two. Big Boss, 72. I've said it plenty. 38 points should have been enough. I've said it plenty of times. But that doesn't mean at the same time they didn't fail in spots. You can't go three straight three and outs to start the third quarter. I don't care if you got 38 points. You cannot do that. You had all the momentum. You were winning at halftime. You don't come out of the locker room and go three and out. Especially without trying to run the ball. Mr. Wiggs brings up a good point. Yeah. Seven and five wouldn't be as mad, but the Vandy game did it for me. Yeah, that's that's the stinger. That that one is the stinger. Like I thought this could be like I said, it was I thought this game was 50-50 going in before the Vanderbilt game. You was kind of looking ahead. Right, Jordan, you can get out of here with the troll and Vanny owns y'all. Okay, really? One run, one win, and I don't know how long. I can control that. But no, I, I feel you, man. 30, 38 points, yes, it should have been enough. It should have been enough. But we'll see. Now we'll turn the page to recruiting, of course. That, that'll be coming up. We'll see what that uh, holds in the next about, what, three weeks? Three and a half weeks? Sorry, why did I call this one? Those give me some issues here. But they've been going about an hour anyway. But... We'll have plenty coming up. As I said, we'll turn the page to recruiting, of course, coming up. But Will and I, on Monday, we'll get together, put a wrap on the season just a little bit, dive deeper into this one a little bit, as I said. More instant reaction here. A little bit different than I normally do. I'll get the audio fit. Hopefully, if you listen to the recording, you won't even know there was any audio issues. But everybody who joined me live, thank you. Sorry for the audio issues. It doesn't really happen here. But um, that would do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. 
I wish the season would have ended on a better note. Wish we were talking about a win here. But 45-38 Florida State. And the Gators end the season 6-6. Six and six. So, all right. I'm the host of Gators Breakdown, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SCC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown. Gators Breakdown.